the Staff and Graph podcast. This is weird. My lock's been drilled, so I open the door and my steering wheel is missing. Inlooks are salad. You know what? You're trying very hard not to get sued. You can have all the talent in the world skating around, but if you don't have a goaltender, it does not matter. Team tidy business, baby. Well, Rachel. Eels. We're here. We are. We're doing stuff. Um, What a, uh, what a week in, in hockey. It's honestly, I feel like not even just in hockey, like we're kind of at the point of like the winter right now where like, yes, it's sunny outside today, but the last, like, I want to say two weeks has been pretty like dreary and gross. And honestly, it's been quite depressing. I like the cold weather. Like, (laughs) like I'm like, I'm a weirdo and that I actually like it when it's, when it's cold. I don't know what it is. I just do. Um, so this, so this like teeter tottering between like winter weather and then like somewhat fall weather, it's really annoying me. <laughs> I don't like it. Like I, I maybe, maybe I'm autistic. I don't know, but it's just like, I like it when the weather is very sort of like, like consistent maybe. Yep. So like today it's going to go up to seven and I'm not happy about that. See, like I am legitimately counting the days down until I go to Mexico. Like, I think today is 29 days. Um, I have a whole countdown. Like, I, I'm going to show the camera. I have a an entire countdown on my phone dedicated to when I am leaving because I will not speak to anybody for two weeks. <laughs> my Like, my ideal situation is just to be isolated, alone, in, in my living space with a snowstorm outside, <laughs> not, not talking to anybody. That's what I, I love that. Like legitimately, I'm I'm a weirdo in that like I will, like if I like if I were to be told you know like all right you can move anywhere like I'd probably move to like Montana or something and just like live on in like a cabin. Honestly, Mike Yo has like I'm pretty sure his like summer places in Montana and like I think a lot of NHL coaches have places there because it is the most isolated place. You lost me on summer place. I like I would like to have a winter place. Well, he he can't be there in the winter because of his job. Yeah. But that's where he goes when he's not coaching hockey. So I would have to think that, like, it's got to be pretty isolated. Yeah, that's that's the... So in the winter, it's probably even more so. That's the dream. I mean, other than... Other, like, it, like just in a typical week, I mean, I was at Morning Skate on Tuesday. But other than that and recording this podcast, in terms of talking to people in person, I have not talked to anybody. Like, I, and I like that. That's my, that's my, I feel like that's not healthy though. That's my jam. Um, (laughs) we might need to address this every, every year it, it starts getting dark soon outside. I talk about my talk about this with my dad all the time. Every year it starts to get dark soon outside. And every year I am, I, I, I think that it gets dark quicker than the year before. Okay. Like it, 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 it's not, but like for like last night, like it got dark at like 4 35 PM. Yeah, like daylight savings time, pound salt. But like it got, it was like, like the sun had set and we were in darkness to the point where like, you know, I had to like, I had to turn lights on and everything just to see in my apartment. Cause <laughs> well, I, that's I, usually what lights are for. Yeah, but I normally have, like I have, I have windows, you know, cra- wow. crazy. 
in my like 200 square foot apartment. And you, normally that's good enough to light things up. But, you know, it got it, it got dark at 435 p.m. last night. See, that's where you and I are similar in that, like, <laughs> there have been multiple times where you have walked in here and I have been working in the dark. Yeah. Like, I don't. And it's not that I can't afford my hydro. I absolutely can, even though it's obscenely high in this city slash country. Um, I just I don't know whether it's like concussion related or how my brain works but i work better when i've got my glasses on like my blue light glasses or even like my sunglasses when i'm outside and it's just dark because i feel like i can go into my zone Mm -hmm. i don't know so i feel like you and i are very i don't want to say we're dark we are dark people we're very dark people we're dark edgy humor you know Like, Um, like watch out liberals gonna get offended by it you know um but yeah i i for one well a nighttime is when gotham needs me this is true so that's kind of where i thrive i I know that you like i like the darkness because i am the grinch yeah and i am the night (laughs) literally the Um, grinch but like one thing too that that you and i both kind of vibe over is that we're both morning people yes like i find like if i was at school like for example when i was in university mm-hmm. and like working you know like in hockey or whatever like you, there are a lot of late nights so that kind of goes against that but like when i was in university and there was like a test or an assignment that was due at like 9 a.m the next day and it was like i don't know like if and it ended up being like 1 p like 1 a.m or something i'm like uh i'd be like screw it i'll go to bed and i'll literally wake up at like 4 a.m and just like because that I find that I'm fresher. See, then. I find so I'm not a morning person in the sense that like and you know this. That you like it? Yeah. Yeah. Like you know this better than anyone. If you speak to me before 9 a.m., you can expect that I'm probably gonna snap at you. Like I happened on more than one occasion. Yeah, I don't function as a member of society mm-hmm. socially until about 10 a.m. Because of the nature of my job, sometimes I am up mm-hmm. at four o'clock in yeah. the morning for m- actual meetings. Mm-hmm. So you have to like act- talk to people. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think my schedule is just like so screwed up at this point. But when I was younger, I was doing gymnastics at 530 in the morning. So like you kind of have to be a morning person. And then the second I didn't have to wake up at 530 in the morning anymore, I was like, don't even speak to me until like much later. Then you start working in the NHL and it's like, OK, you have to be at the rink at 5 a.m. And so you kind of don't have a choice, but I would be at the rink. And then when you get there, you could like, when I was on the coaching staff, you could change into like your tracksuit and like your hoodie. My hood went up and like, they all knew they're like, because I can't have coffee or it'll kill Mm, me. I don't have that luxury that everybody else has. So they were all kind of respectful of the fact that like, unless we really need to, we just like not going to speak to her until morning meetings. (laughs) You, You can have caffeine, right? Yes, but I'm also not going to drink Coke with 39 grams of sugar at 2 a.m. I always like I've always wondered just because you can't drink coffee. Like, I know you can't drink coffee. Like, I used to have to basically like when we used to record in my old place (laughs) and we would record early in the morning. We would have a deep clean of his condo. We would always record at like 10 a.m. or whatever. And I would have to. We're going to get to the hockey. Don't worry. Like, shut up. We're going to get to the hockey. It'll be fine. Um but uh, like I remember I'd have to sit like very far away from you to drink coffee in the morning just so it didn't waft over and kill you. Well, yeah, because like you the one time you did and I couldn't breathe. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or like there was one time where we were um, we were going to go pick something up or like I can't remember. It was yes. after recording and I was like, oh, I need to get a 
coffee beforehand and you were like, I can't go inside Tim Hortons. So I need to stand outside. I stood outside. And it was minus 20. Yeah. Like that's so I can drink tea, but there's not obviously as much caffeine in tea. I've always wondered why you're not an energy drink person. So that's the other thing. I can't drink energy drinks because of my heart issues. Well, that'll do it. So that would actually so you, like kill me. So your only choice, I guess, is meth. Pretty much. It's tea and coke. Meth or cocaine, I would say. I can't do cocaine either because heart issues. So it's pretty you much can just see meth. why I'm a grouchy human being in the morning. Well, it's a good thing that it's not the olden days when Coca-Cola had cocaine in it. So that would be problematic. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be but, pretty rad. So yeah, I've kind of, I don't know. Like, I think I'm a morning person in the sense that like, I'm really productive in the morning. But if you speak to me in the morning, like everyone knows we don't call Rachel before 10. Like, don't do it unless you're bleeding, broken, or dying. He knows. He been new. <laughs> She's not lying. Anyways, let's let's talk. We, this, this has been. This is us procrastinating, addressing a really ugly subject that neither that. one of us really want to talk. I was about. Just about to say that this is us trying to kill time um, to avoid talking about the Corey Perry situation. Uh, but we might as well. So, um, can we off the hop discuss the fact that like the rumors that were circulating the internet were absolutely disgusting yeah they're gross um and, and kyle davidson god bless actually had to address them because they were they got that out of hand so here so it, it kind of ties into um something that i guess a, a, an important part of the conversation i guess i'll just tee it up real quick and that Corey perry uh, if you unless you've been living under a rock and you know who knows maybe maybe a bunch of boomers have um <clears throat> cory perry is uh he's a free agent he's no longer on he basically got fired from the Chicago Blackhawks. Luke Richardson three weeks ago was like, we're going to have to kick him yeah. out of the league. And then and here's uh, the thing is literally, and I don't, this is what, why I think like, I don't know if it's definitely not a coincidence. So there had to be some sort of um, uh, uh, like algorithm thing. But like once the news that Corey Perry was on, on uh, uh, waivers for the purpose of contract termination, I logged into tick like I, I went over to TikTok just, you know, to get some ounce of serotonin in my very bleak life. And every single video for the first, like I would say five or six swipes were not not only were they Chicago Blackhawks TikToks, they were Chicago Blackhawks Corey Perry TikToks. Like Chicago Blackhawks TikToks being like, oh, look how cute it is that Corey Perry's son is fist bumping him as he walks onto the ice or look how cute or like Corey Perry doing like quirky, uh, uh, like like preseason media content or like I don't know, like, like the everyone out there searching Corey Perry and these are the TikToks that are available. Ooh. But like, and, and I'm not, I'm not on TikTok searching up Corey Perry. No, I but that's the and, algorithm. I try and make my algorithm not give me hockey because I get enough of it. Right. So I yeah. want, I want like dog videos or just like very funny, like cooking like, videos, cooking videos or very funny meme stuff. That's all I want. And yet when I log, it was right after the news dropped and like Twitter exploded the first six swipes, I'm not kidding. I should have screen recorded it. Jeez. We're, we're not just, it was from the Chicago Blackhawks official Twitter, uh, TikTok account. And it was, it was like not just Blackhawks TikToks, but Corey Perry Blackhawks TikToks. It was crazy. So he was placed on, uh, so anyway, just, they're always watching. Unconditional waivers for the purpose of contract termination. And he cleared and now he's a free agent. Um, and basically this has been one of the most, like perplexing also because it's happened so quickly. So there's a couple of facts that need to be established. Mm -hmm. One, no criminal behavior. Yes. So 
Perfect. Very good. Let's get that right so out it, there. As long as, so there's no criminal behavior. So we didn't kill someone or do, you know, like all that. There's no assaults yes. or. Which, hey, I guess is a step up when it comes to the Blackhawks. Which second is good. thing is I don't love the timeline of how the Blackhawks handled yes. it. But it is very clear that they took this very seriously. Yes. And instead of being like, you know what? He's a good player in our lineup. While we investigate this, we're going to let him play. They basically said, go home. And you know what? Like, I think that even though we don't like how they handled it publicly, it's clear that privately they took it very seriously, which is exactly what Danny Wirtz, Jamie Faulkner, and Kyle Davidson yes. said they would do. The One of the only things I didn't like, apart from letting the rumors fester the, as long as they did, is I think that either Faulkner or Wirtz should have been up there with Kyle Davidson. Absolutely. They just let him sit there. Exactly. And, I, did, I did not like that. And Kyle Davidson was very shaken. Like, he was... He looked like he had just been crying. Yeah, like... so. I want to be transparent. Kyle Davidson and I graduated from the same university program. I've met him on a number of occasions. Mm-hmm. Like I've spoken to him on a number of occasions. He's a very nice man. Um, to see him that way. I don't like, we are not going to sit here and speculate on what happened because of that. And very, that is what caused some very harmful rumors that I want. We are going to address. Yes. Um, I'm also going to point out that I know they came from Canucks Twitter. So once again, the most toxic fan base on Twitter causing this drama. I'm not going to out who started the rumor, but I do know who it was. And the fact that Twitter has become a cesspool to the point where something like this can be perpetuated. Like there were a bunch of people that I saw that were like, oh, this person deserves privacy or this person, this, and they're on their high horse about like moral issues. And then they're perpetuating this rumor because they think it's funny. Like this is an 18 year old kid. He turned 18 in August. He's basically a child so much so that his mother had to move with him to Chicago. And you're perpetuating this, not, not about him, but about his family. If you think that's funny, honestly, fall off a cliff fall off a cliff it was so the thing is is that it's it's like it's baseless too like i don't understand also okay so it was because a twitter blue account made it up and also yeah so great job elon um but but also like who by the way was on a rampage yesterday wow succession sucks now (laughs) like if that was the new season succession it sucks um but no it like so first of all yeah, disgusting. And and it, it it it's so easy to to spread rumors like this in this age because I saw one of the initial things that started that rumor was someone saying, "Oh, I heard it was like screenshots of a conversation where he's like, "Oh, I heard it secondhand from a friend who works at like TSN." And then you and then that So like, that's like sixth hand? Yeah, like We're talking but, about broken telephone. But, but, but then like that's all people need to then like and then eventually it grows in rumor the amount of memes the amount of like across all social platforms. And here's the thing. We want hockey players to show more personality. We want them to be more front facing to the media. And I was sitting here and I was uh, uh, criticizing the, the Blackhawks for not making Bedard available in Toronto through his first go through. I straight up wouldn't make him available to me for the rest of the season as punishment for this. Like, like I just wouldn't. How do can it. we? Ha- you can't have it both ways. The same people who did this are going to be like, oh, but why are all hockey players so boring and all that? Maybe because you make up make up rumors about in like the most the most disgusting rumor possible about his family member, 
So I saw a specific account. I'm not going to call it out. I saw a specific account and I happened to have screenshots that was all over the Canucks for the Jake Vertanen situation Mm -hmm. as they should have been. Absolutely. And then taking a huge part in perpetuating the Bedard rumor. And it's like, you either are okay with it or you're not. You don't get to have it both ways. It's self-serving. It was, it got them clicks to, to virtue signal and it got them clicks to participate in the new meme trend that that really really harms if someone's like for example if someone did that about me and my family i would be furious i would and i would <laughs> you would be using me because you know i have the power to track where they live i would like and I, we would be hunting them down with lawyers but I also That's i simple. would i would be like i would be i can't imagine what what uh, uh bedard and his family is going through through all this um he's got a young sister his dad, think about his, his poor mother. His, oh my well, God. Like, both him and his mom, they they did nothing. They've yeah. done nothing. They're literally, they exist. They exist in the same organization as as Corey Perry, who clearly did something very, very bad. And, and uh, uh, or at least bad enough to make his GM look like he was going to cry and then terminate his contract. And teams aren't just willy-nilly going to terminate a contract here. Like, like they, they terminate a contract as like a last resort. I, it's interesting that the PA hasn't said anything yet. Well, I wonder if the PA knows. <laughs> like, well, I think the PA has to know. So Sam Chang, who mm-hmm. is, uh, she's on Game Over Vancouver. She's an actual lawyer. Like, a real lawyer knows the law. Everyone was out being like, you have to tell us what happened or the Bedard rumor is true. And I'm going to take this. I'm not even going to put it in my own words. It's from her directly. Have you considered for one freaking second that the reason they haven't said anything publicly is because the lawyers have told them that they can't. Yes. If you don't think, let me tell you, if you don't think Rick Westhead and Katie Strang aren't all over us, they absolutely are. The problem that you have is you've got Corey Perry's got lawyers. Mm-hmm. The Blackhawks have lawyers. I guarantee you the Bedards have lawyers. Uh, the Bedards have lawyers. The PA, the PA has is lawyers. filled with lawyers. They are lawyers. Also, Chicago has a a like very high level PR firm on retainer. Gee, to, I wonder why. To deal with situations like this, and that's where I think they failed is because yes. you don't have like you don't have to. Um, you have to come out and tell everything. You don't have to come out and air the dirty but you laundry. Could have, the second that rumor came out, you could have said, it's not that. Why was Kyle Davidson not at the podium literally like right like a week ago, basically? And and within the hour of that rumor yes, coming because out. Ev- because anything like anything that he said or everything that he said in that press conference could like legally it could have been said earlier well and you think about how business investigations work and like i've been a part of this in my work life is like when this stuff happens and you need to call a press conference called crisis management yes what you say is we are unable to provide details there is an investigation ongoing and we will provide details when we are able to yes however when a rumor such as the one percolates you address that immediately and we talk about how how teams prioritize the bottom line and winning specifically the blackhawks over anything um i think it's pretty important for an organization to go out and protect what might be the best player like we talk about general uh generational generational but he bedard is at the point where he's generational talent he could be the future of the league future of the he could be the best keep in mind of how long how long the blackhawks have been their original but even if it isn't a generational talent this is a young player on your team 
you need to address it. I'm talking about even just from like, okay, well, let's operate in the toxic way that most NHL teams view this. It should have been your like first instinct to go out and be and and basically make sure that your most precious asset is protected. I would also like the people who like per- participated in this rumor to use their brain for more than 0.1 seconds mm-hmm. because go back to the day it was announced that Perry was going to be away from the team. Who did they go to first? They went to Connor Bedard and he very obviously had no idea what was going on. And still, it sounds like the players don't know. Even, even Luke Richardson doesn't really know. Exactly. And do you think, Given how the media training that Connor Bedard has kind of been through, do you think that if the rumors about his mother were true, that he would say, I'm heartbroken and I'm going to miss him and it's really unfortunate? I don't think he would say that. I think he would say, uh, we can't really say much and it's a business decision and da 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 da. He went out of his way to talk about yes. his relationship with Corey Perry. Do you think he's going to do that if? the rumors that got started actually happened. Like, give your goddamn head a shake. Use your brain, even though clearly most of you that participated in this do not even have one. And then the other thing I wanted to say is like, oh, well, you're a journalist. Like, why don't you get on and figure out what happened? One, not going to spread misinformation like the rest of you. Two, I can't believe I have to say this for the 4,700th time. I am not a journalist. I am a data person i don't even work in hockey this is a passion for me and as mike will vouch i have another job Mm -hmm. and it has nothing to do with hockey so frankly it is not my job so i am i am a journalist and i cannot tell you how clamped down this is you know there's a lot of stuff that comes that that comes my way that and it like that i'm not allowed to say like, and honestly, like, half of it, more than half of it turns out to not even be true. So yes. it's probably a good thing you didn't exactly. say it. But like, there's a lot of like what I find and, and you know, like a lot of the information I get uh, is, is stuff that is progressing towards a conclusion. It'll be like, this team is looking into so-and-so or this team has offered so-and-so. Um, and there's a, there's a lot of risk that comes with reporting stuff like that because, a lot of the times, you know, like like ten percent of trades that are discussed actually happen. Not even. Not even. And Not s- even. And so, no. if I were to go out and report every time that the Leafs are kicking tires on this guy, or this, or you know, like the Canucks are connect- kicking tires on this person, or whatever, if I were to do that every time that came across my desk, my Twitter feed would be well, I would be broken. Like, I would like people would be like, this guy has no idea what he's talking about, and. Believe me, I tried to look into this. I've had a lot of things to deal with this week outside of hockey, but I've tried to look into this and I cannot tell you how clamped down this situation is. They th- Which the, screams lawyers. Yes, the Blackhawks what clearly what they did is they and I'm not I'm not I'm straight up not as good as Rick Westhead or Katie Strang. So it'll likely be one of them that comes out with this whole thing. I don't have the connections that they do, but as from a journalist perspective, and I saw a lot of people being like, you're a journalist, like, like to report this, believe me. Yeah. Mike, just fly to Chicago with the budget that your employer very much gives you. And, uh, just show up and see if they tell you what happens. I guarantee you that's how lawyering, but even just like going, like going through, you know, like, you know, the, any source that could possibly be tangentially connected to another source could potentially, you know, like all that kind of stuff. 
they they basically put Fort Knox around this. Yeah, like I There's a reason why no one's reporting people, what it is. Yeah, I know people that are involved in non-hockey Blackhawks, like in the organization in a non-hockey capacity, whether it's like mm-hmm. ticketing, marketing, whatever. Like full disclosure, like I have family that lives in Chicago. I'm there quite often. Mm-hmm. So, I've built relationships with people in the sports world that work for the Blackhawks and the Bulls and and Chicago Fire, like all of that. And like some of them know what's going on and they just say like they said, I can't give out information because we've been told we will lose our jobs mm. if we leak this. So it's like, you have to respect that. And these people are my friends. I'm not yeah. going to put like, not going to put them at especially jeopardy because reporting is not my job. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put personal friendships in jeopardy because people on Twitter want to know what happened. Sorry. Well, like, that's, that, no. that was basically the whole thing when you were working in Vancouver. I wasn't going to put our friendship in jeopardy to, to like, there were times where you'd be like, Mike, I'm your friend, not your source. And I'd be like, you're right. Like, yeah, even though that, even though they definitely accused me of leaking things yeah. to you, I was like, believe, um, believe he can, me, he can prove that I he can, got that from somewhere. Else. Very, very annoyingly. I can prove that that is false. Uh, Rachel did not give me anything as much as I <laughs> hated it. It was, it was, it was true. Like, listen, this, this is, this is a situation and, uh, you know, I guess credit to the Blackhawks. I think, you know, we gotta, we gotta give credit where credit they is due. They d- clearly took the right process. They took quick action in, in actually dealing with it. Like they took quick action. They immediately, the timeline of events is this happened during a team function. It seemed, or team sponsored function in Columbus uh, for a road game when when it was when whatever happened was reported and apparently according to Frank Saravalli so according to sources an alcohol fueled incident involving Perry was alleged to have occurred during an event that included corporate partners and team employees in attendance it remains unclear what allegedly took place who witnessed it and who reported it to the team so that happened allegedly happened I guess Alle- yeah allegedly oh, that allegedly happened um, it was reported to the team and basically like, like once it was immediately reported, they pulled him and you know what? I, I that is the correct is thing exactly, to do. And they do deserve credit yes, for that. If we're going to crap all over them yeah. for how they handled every other situation as we as should, we absolutely should. At least right now, it seems that they're trying to be better. Mm-hmm. And this was, I mean, let's face it. I mean, there are hockey teams that have covered other things up since the Blackhawks have done what they've done. And so at least the Blackhawks have kept their word. It would seem that when something like this is reported, we're going to take it seriously. No, because if nothing criminal was involved and this was the action that was taken, I would sincerely hope that if something ever criminal involved, this is the example of like, look how quickly the Blackhawks acted. Like, absolutely. This is your your blueprint now. But I also want to, like, like the timeline of these events is crazy because he just gets scratched for organizational reasons, they call it. Which could be anything from like a trade to this. Mm-hmm. And it was rumored to be a trade. Like, like there was potential talk of that. Um, and then like and, and then uh, uh, they basically didn't would not give they played coy with it. Basically, that's where that that's where I want to. That's where they deserve criticism is because. What they did, they the they way- left their coach in the dark. They left their players in the dark so much so that like I, like, it's not a secret. Like I know players on the Blackhawks. Yeah. Like they all thought he was just being traded. Yeah, that's what they were like, telling they you. Left their players completely in the dark. The minimum you could do is just say, guys, we can't divulge any details. We ask that you respect that. And if you are asked about it, just say, I'm unaware of anything, and I'm not going to speculate. And like, then that on- is the position you have to. And take. then on top of that. 
So, so after playing coy for a couple days, and it, it wasn't even just like that they, they almost, I hesitate to say it this way, but they almost drummed up like speculation by going like, well, we can't say like, if I, if mm-hmm. I showed up, if I went up to you and I'm like, Hey Rachel, something happened. And yeah. You, and you were like, what is it? I'm like, I got to keep that in house. I can't, I can't, I, I can't tell you. You're I would like, literally, my like, eyes would you, roll like, into you, the back of my head. Like, yeah. What do you mean? I'd be like, look, I just, I can't say I'm going to keep that to myself. You'd be, you, not only would you immediately be, be like, okay, what the hell? But you'd also be like, you'd also start speculating. Yeah, that's exactly, no, that's exactly what the Canucks did with me. Yes. And then rumors started flying around that I was sleeping with players. And I was like, I said to my lawyer, I'm like, you get this sorted right yes, now exactly. or it's going to be ugly and that's basically what happened here and then and then on top of that Corey perry's agent comes out and said it was it was frames it as it was perry's decision to step away so then we have to talk about whether and like would, that was basically a lie um it's not a great look for pat morris no yeah so all of this to say that this is first of all basically the, the way we can end this is this is the story is not over Nope. And the Blackhawks do deserve credit for handling it and investigating it immediately and taking it seriously. However, the um, PR side of it could have been. Yes, they 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 deserve credit for the way that they handle it internally, which is the most important part. They they but they definitely deserve criticism, I think, for the way that that they allowed they basically allowed this rumor like they didn't create the rumor, but they allowed it to fester to the point that it did. Right. Um, and this is not like, again, Frank Valley is reporting that teams uh, teams are, are you know, interested. Teams are reportedly interested in a, a player like Perry per Valley. There's more to be written here, quote unquote. So like if you're an NHL team and you sign Corey Perry with this going on right now, like you deserve to have your arena burned down straight up. Like I'm not even that there is no way you can do that. What we're also not going to do is have any sort of career like, Oh, is he going to be in the hall of fame? Oh, is he going to do this? Oh no, 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 no. We're going to solve this first. Then we'll move on to everything else after that. Yeah. So there's there's a lot. You can sign somebody that isn't a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. So listen, this story is not over. We'll have to see there. We will have to see whether there's an NHLPA appeal. That'll be very very they have interesting. Sixty days. If sixty days, obviously that clock has just started. Um, that clock has just started, but we are. Uh, yeah, we'll have to see. All right, moving on. So basically, right after we spent an entire segment talking about the Minnesota Wild um, <laughs> and how we don't think it's Dean Evison's fault. Literally two hours later. And how we think that, you know, and how it's basically their 872 collective goaltending and and the fact that they're just not shooting and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Dean Evison was fired. And the story that Michael Russo wrote about like how it went down and just Dean Evison's thing. And I, the other thing I want to point out is the Minnesota Wild, I believe their social media guy okay. um, came out with a, like a really heartwarming story where he said when he came out publicly, he was kind of like worried because of like how it would be perceived. He said Dean Evason that day pulled him aside and said, if you have any trouble, you come to me yeah. and they'll deal with me. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about a stand up human being and an ally? that is an ally. Could you imagine? We spent last... Talking about how Dean Evison scares the crap out of us. Could you yeah. imagine Dean Evison coming at you because you were being a bigot? Okay. <laughs> uh, you, you'd simply pass away. Um, but yeah, so he was he was fired. It sucks. It's 
he's a good person. The team seemed to clearly still like him. The, the employees seemed to clearly still like him. He had 872 collective goaltending, which seems to be the the uh, the prevailing theme here when it comes to coaches getting bad axed. goalie equals coach without job. Yeah, so it's it's a little tough, but. Um, Are you kidding? If the Leafs, if if Joseph Wall and Samsonov didn't turn it around, Keith would have been one of them too. A hundred percent. Even though he just got extended in the yeah. offseason. Oh my god! Um, Unlimited money over there. Everson was was uh, Everson was you know the year that Daryl Sutter was nominated for the Jack Adams. Everson was there. Yeah, he was. He like he was. He's a good. He's a very good coach. He's a really good coach. And he will. He will. Like he will be the top name basically. Him and Woodcroft. Like listen. I like I don't want to bring everything back to the Leafs. Oh, but, but if Keith gets bounced, like let's say you know, let, let's say things continue to take a tur- a, a, a downturn, and Keith gets, um, Keith gets fired. Like Everson is the perfect person. Oh yeah, to be there. Um, yeah. I mean, I used to. So I worked with Jason King, um, mm-hmm. who, like, with the Canucks, and now he works for the Wild. So it's like obviously super tough day. Obviously, like he kept his job. But, like, just to be going through, like, I don't think people understand the turmoil that gets you get put in when a coach gets fired midseason. And, like, I was able to ask, like, a bunch of the coaching staff on the Canucks, like, what that was kind of like. And it's, like, everything kind of just gets turned upside down. It's status quo until you really get some practice time. There's a ton of video meetings. Like, video meetings go from being, like, 10 or 15 minutes to, like, two and three hours a day to like learn the new systems because that is how things work. And then when you're an assistant coach, like Jason is, you have to learn how the new head coach works and kind of how they want things done and the order they want them done. And because mm. at the end of the day, like they're the guy at the top. And so it's, it's a huge adjustment, not only for the players, but also for the coaching staff. But I, I think once again, like somebody came at me, they're like, well, they're giving up goals and their defensive structure sucks. And like, they were seventh in team defense. Like, no, nope, not the structure, not the structure. So, <laughs> so Everson will get hired again. If basically as as actually he had the literally the cutest, uh, like like literally the cutest sort of response uh, to this in in the Michael in the Michael Russo things. Like, oh, does, do you want to land on your feet right away? And he's like, ah, you know, my wife is a flight attendant. My wife is a flight attendant. And, uh, you know, and she's based out of, I think it's Montreal. She is. Yeah. yeah, Montreal. So I kind of just want to fly on a bunch of flights with her, like international. So I can spend like 24 hour snippets in different cities with her. And I'm like, get ladies, get you a man like Dean Everson. Man, if Dean Everson needs. Who is absolutely terrifying to his employees, but treats you like a queen. Not even to his employees. Apparently he treats everyone really well. To the refs, though. Well, ter- <laughs> terrifying to the outside public, but treats you and his employees like a queen. If Dean Evison would like food recommendations for almost any big city in Europe, I got him. Exactly. I am happy to send him a full-length email with recommendations anywhere. So he was immediately uh, replaced by John Hines, who you happened you happened to know. And I know work, And work under. So I thought you could give us a little bit of an insight into John Hines uh, and sort of what it's like working with him and you know what you what you expect moving forward yeah um, it's no secret I loved working for John Um, John is a guy who has actually like looking back through and having conversations with um, people just to make sure like I wasn't crazy John's a guy that's never really had 
like a really good roster. He still does not have a really mm-hmm. good roster. Um, but if you look at it, like he was the guy that got the most out of Taylor Hall when Taylor won the heart. Taylor's been very open about that. Mm-hmm. Nico Heischer has been open about the fact that like he really pushed him to be that stud two way player. And if Nico wins a Selkie, you can pretty much bet that John's name will be brought up. Um, so John is a coach that really is able to get a lot out of his roster when it isn't as good as it should be. So he's he's kind of like a sum, he's greater than the sum of its parts kind of coach. Um, he's also like a lunatic when it comes to being prepared. Like I, the things he would think about and ask for. Do you have a for, story? Um, yeah, actually, when we were preparing for the playoffs, um, he wanted the entire analytics department to fly to Tampa so that if he needed something, we could be there right away. And there wasn't a chance that we would like miss a phone call or, or an email or, or an, an email or a meeting. Like yeah. he wanted us there so that if something crossed his brain, he could have it done immediately. Like the, we would do like pre and post game reports and they would be four or five pages long. Not only did we do pre and post game reports for the tan- like for the series against Tampa, mm-hmm. there were series reports, there were goalie reports, there were individual play. Like I did a ten page report on Nikita Kucherov. Like that's just ten pages of he's very good. <laughs> like, but this is the de- like. Sure, he might not be the best X's and O's guy, but when it comes to prep, there is not a thing this guy doesn't think of. And I've now worked for, I guess four NHL coaches if if you actually it's closer to 10 if you count who I've consulted with he is obscenely prepared like it's I even there's there there was a point where I was like John the sample size is not big enough for this to matter like mm-hmm. he's like yeah but I need to know and I'm like okay like oh my god so like he would have me I poured over I'll never forget I poured over every single two-on-one that Tampa had that entire season to see what they did on two on one, just in case we gave up a two on one. Jesus Christ. I had to watch every single two on one. Like (laughs) that's the kind of prep that this guy goes through. And so the other thing I'm going to say is I know there are people and pieces written about like retreads and, Oh, he might not be the best guy for the job. Mm -hmm. If you're somebody that's going to write that piece, you better have the Cajones to look him in Cajones. the eye. Yeah. Like you, I don't like people who write pieces that trash other people if they don't have the stones to go and face them or pick up the phone when that person calls. If you write that piece, your editor should not be the one fielding that call. It should be you. You need to stand behind your work. And so I don't have a problem if you have that opinion. Like that's fine, but you should have to back that up. Last two years ago, I, uh, I was writing a, um, like a column and I believe my editor, like somehow the information got bungled. This was during the Jack Eichel. Ah, yes. I remember this. And the, the, the information got bungled and it was Drake Kajula, I believe who was getting neck surgery. And I like the information that was, the information that was given to me was that 
Drake Kajula was getting the neck surgery that Jack Ike that the Sabres were not allowing Jack Eichel to get. Right. But it was actually the opposite. He was getting neck surgery that they wanted him to get. Yes. So I wrote that and and immediately I got like a message from Buffalo Sabres PR and I had to deal with that. I didn't yeah. st- I didn't sit behind my editor. I didn't, you know, I didn't sit like I didn't sick Stephen Ellis on them. Yeah. Shout out Stephen. I, I extreme shout out Stephen. I basically was just like, hey, my bad. <laughs> like I took I took the brunt of it, you know, as you do. Everyone makes mistakes. But that's that. exactly if you are going to yeah. write something like that, like, OK, as much as we don't like Steve Simmons, at least mm-hmm. when he writes something, he shows up and answers listen, for it. Listen, I again and i'm uh, you know i'm in the same press pool as steve simmons or whatever like i i don't like steve simmons i find that you know like he outside of even questionable sports takes like there's a lot of like very problematic things he reports on however at least know, he's there he is there he sh- he shows his face and he he shows very little regard for for that like he like at least he's he's there and he shows it so yeah um, um before so i'm gonna tease something okay we're going to talk about the Pittsburgh Penguins on Monday. Okay. Um, because the Pittsburgh Penguins are 500 right now. Mm-hmm. Or 10, 10, and 1. Um, and they should be... They're sleeping giants. They're, yeah, they're sleeping giants. And we were going to talk about it today, but we as spent, I'm sitting but we here... we spent 10 minutes talking about whether or not we like cold or hot weather. Yeah, and I also... There's a few things I want to dig deep into my model on okay. to see. Um, but I do want to talk about some exciting things for the pod because Spotify rap dropped yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we saw all the stats and we just want to like acknowledge and like appreciate the fact that like obviously over the past like couple years, it's been inconsistent. One, um, both Mike and I even still battle a ton of like mental health issues. And that's something that I'm preparing to open up about. I'll leave Mike's piece for when Mike wants to open up about it. Um, I also was employed in the NHL. Um, and now I'm going to say it because we are on solid ground and solid footing. Um, we've got our charity of choice with jumpstart. We've got more exciting partnerships coming. I have made the decision and Mike will vouch for me on this one. I have made the decision to take the staff and graph podcast off of the hockey news. And I've made that decision because I think going forward, Um, with what's best for the podcast we want full editorial control over the guests that we have the things that we say and sort of the direction of the podcast moving forward we think that's in the best interest of the podcast so that's the decision that's been made and in that vein we've got the youtube which we're super excited about we've got a couple unbelievable guests coming on um throughout the next sort of six ish weeks Mm -hmm. we launched a twitch and that's where i'm going to throw it over to mike to talk about what's going to be on twitch because on the youtube we're going to have full episodes of the staff and graph podcast Mm -hmm. we're going to have mike's uh, meals for one mike's meals for one we're going to have some betting components and we are partnering with the hockey collective if you don't know who they are they're one of the major sort of instagram sort of brand accounts they just dropped a big sort of uh uh merch drop Morgan Riley themes. No, no, no. That's Peace Collective. Never mind. Never. Oh, the Hockey Collective. I love the, the Hockey, hockey Collective. Collective. They do a bunch of like cool media stuff. We're partnering with them to do some like cool videos and and kind of collaborations. So really excited about that. You can check that out on our YouTube channel. But we also launched a Twitch. 
Mm-hmm. And that is going to be Mike's baby. So I'm going to yeah. throw it over to him to talk about that. Well, basically, we have a PS5. Um, so we do. We do. So we are going to use that and we are and and uh, stream. So um, yeah, basically, uh, uh, we will be streaming, and it won't even just be hockey stuff. It'll just be it'll be a great opportunity for you to be there for us to kind of hang out. Um, we're going to do some like watch parties, I think. Yeah, well, we can do literally whatever. Like, like the great thing about Twitch is it doesn't just have to be gaming too. Like if you want, we could just watch a movie together. But, um, so, and I was thinking what we thought we were going to do some Q and A's on there, right? Yeah, we'll do Q and A's. We'll do exclusive content on there. And then, you know, highlights of that can kind of be posted to, to YouTube. Um, but yeah, to start off, like I, you know, we will be, uh, streaming either that we're recording this on Thursday. We'll be streaming either Thursday night or Friday night. Obviously we'll let everyone know that on social media. Um, and, uh, I'll put, I'm going to put up a poll to basically see a, which game you want me to play. Um, and what game Mike should teach me how to play what game. I should teach Rachel how to play. I think it would be a lot of fun. I think, I think it would be a lot of fun to see Rachel try and play like call of duty or, like the last of us or something. Oh like, God. Like I'm I would actually, be down to play COD. I'd be down to play I have COD. a couple of the CODs. I, you know what? My parents never let me have a game system growing up. I was supposed, I had to read books like a nerd. Excuse me. I had, like a nerd. I had a reading calendar. Yeah. I, re- I was the reading kid. I read at recess. Um, and so I, uh, uh, so uh, the whole COD thing, I kind of like missed the boat on that, but I've played a bunch before, uh, and, and played a bunch since, so basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a poll on social media. You tell me what game you want me to play. We'll play it. We'll all hang out. It'll be great. Obviously, the great thing about Twitch is that, you know, you can talk to people uh, or talk to me, I guess, while I'm playing or talk to us if we're playing together while we're playing. So that, again, we're recording this on Thursday. That will either happen on Thursday night or Friday night. Either one, we will obviously let you know when we are going live. Um, and potentially like with other partnerships, we could get some giveaways on there. We could have some fun stuff, exclusive content. Um, yeah, it'll be great. But yeah, we're going full send into this. It's a, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a passion project for me in the sense that like, I have a job that takes up an obscene amount of my time, but this is something that I really love to do. And I really love the community that we've created. Mm -hmm. So it's, I guess I made the conscious decision to kind of say that we want to have Mike and I want to be able to have full autonomy over the decisions that get made for this podcast and this brand going forward. And one of those things that we're now going to get to do is Twitch. And I'm super excited because I don't even know how Twitch works. So this is going to be fun. So we'll have the link in the episode description, but also if you want to subscribe or follow, go to uh, twitch.com or twitch.tv slash staff and graph. It's all one word. And there you go. Be great. So yeah, uh, that that's something that's happening either pretty probably whenever you're listening to this within 24 hours of when you're of when you're listening to this. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. And yeah, and also we I just want to say I've I've kind of you know I've been off or I haven't been posting as much as normal just because you know there there are things that you gotta gotta deal with and go through. But I did see a lot of the staff uh, staff and graph Spotify wraps. We're in a lot of uh, uh, you know we're in a lot of top fives when it comes to podcasts and whatnot. And I just want to say thank you very much uh, for that. We love the fact that you would dedicate time um, to listen to us is great. So, yeah, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, I guess we will talk about the Pittsburgh Penguins and other things on Monday. <laughs>